Hello, everyone. I'm here with JC. Could you take a moment and introduce Hi. yourself? Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm JC Spuller. I am the Senior Director of Brand Marketing Strategy and Communications for Hollister Co., Gilly Hicks, and Social Tourist, all under the Abercrombie & Fitch umbrella. Excellent. And yeah. your brand has made just incredible huge comeback it's everywhere uh, people love it i know there's a lot of trends you guys touch on but you also give back and you also have programs that help the world at large in a lot of ways yeah and you were on an amazing panel so can you tell me a little bit about how that panel went for you what was the experience like being on stage yeah that was fun i mean as a marketer you love the chance to get to talk about yeah your your great ideas and your great marketing but when you get to connect it back to helping your consumer and doing good for them and giving back to them. That's always a fun panel. I thought the panel was awesome yesterday. A lot of times, you know, Chobani, when you think purpose specifically, they're rooted in that, they're grounded in that, that's how they were founded. And then I thought Nordstrom and then Hollister, of course, brought just unique, very like brand and consumer centric ways, how, how you can think about purpose when you're kind of your ethos wasn't necessarily grounded there. So sure. what's cool is that, you know, a lot of brands for all the right reasons are getting into this idea of how to better their consumers' lives. Yeah, and Hollister is no different. I like that you touch on Gen Z specifically, yeah. because we sent someone from Rethink Retail who is a <laughs> Gen Zer, and she felt very moved by the session, like it was speaking directly oh. to her, and she said it made so much sense what you were talking about. That's Can great. you talk about your program, about the Confidence Project? Yeah, that's great. I love hearing that. We um, spend a ton of time with our consumer, that Gen Z consumer, the high school teen, and so it's great to hear feedback from them that what we're doing is really resonating. There's a couple of projects we touched on in that session the other day. The first one is the Hollister Confidence Project. Hollister has been activating kind of like social good campaigns for several years now. A handful of years ago, we really leaned into purpose and we stood up, you know, efforts with GLSEN, with the LGBTQIA plus community. We've done anti-bullying efforts, bunch of things like that. And, you know, the brand in partnership with our consumers was raising a ton of money. And what we really realized and how the Hollister Confidence Project came to be is that, you know, there's a lot of organizations across the world who are really helping fuel teen confidence, making teens feel more comfortable in their own skin and helping them kind of achieve really great things in the world. And they don't need millions of dollars or even mm -hmm. hundreds of thousands of dollars. And when you're a global company, you have the ability to raise that kind of money. We realize there's a lot of them who just need a few thousand dollars to do something in their local community and for their like local peers. And the Hollister Confidence Project really took that idea and we started really going after those organizations that are really helping their community feel, again, make that youth feel at home, like they belong, that they're comfortable in who they are, they're finding ways to figure out who they are, and that's through you know, a ton of different efforts and, and layers there, but- And that speaks um, to your target market, so- A hundred percent, yeah. So that effort is almost three years old now, and each year we're giving about a million dollars to, today we've funded over 40 organizations. I um, like that it's almost like instead of taking the easy way and picking one or two and saying, yeah, here's some money, yeah. like we're, we're doing well, you guys are really taking the time. 
yes. to find 40 organizations yes. across the globe. And it's really fun. I mean, these organizations apply to be part of this grant program and you read, you know, our team spends like whole days. We have an advisory board made up of well, like people who really are in this like youth space. We have teachers and counselors and actual Gen Zers on this panel reading through these applications and unpacking all the amazing work. It is, That's it is. a lot of different people. It is, they yeah. like read through, I think there's like 10 or 12 people on the board who sit outside of our organization too. Cool. And yeah, you get very moved with the amount of good that this generation is doing. And we're proud to be like part of their story. I want to talk really quickly because we've seen a lot of trends in fashion. It's expedited by social media. Retailers have told me it's hard to keep up with the trends, but you know, by the time the yeah. product gets to the stores, there's already something new on TikTok. Mm -hmm. How do you guys balance the speed with mm -hmm. conscious capitalism? Yeah, good question. Well, you know, for those of us who are seeing these kind of things come back around, we are like very nostalgic, right? right. I think some of the ones that are brought up are like baby doll tops are back or the flare jeans or low rise jeans are back. And, and that's really cool to see what all of our efforts have in common is whether it's trend or ESG or sustainability, our consumer is right at the center of all of that. So we spend a ton of time talking to them about their expectations of us as a brand, what kind of product they want from us as a brand. We spend time in their For You feeds and everywhere else. So I would say that's how we keep up, stay ahead. And then, you know, this whole week, conscious consumerism has been such a buzzword. We talked about it a lot on the panel the other day. And, you know, in terms of sustainability, there's, you know, we are on our way, mm -hmm. right? Progress over perfection. We've made a lot of strides in the last few years. We have really great goals to take us through the next handful. But again, going back to that consumer and rooted in a place that's very authentic for who we are and what our teens can what we can authentically give to our teens in terms of like giving back and doing good mm -hmm. making that like you know social impact for the better is kind of how we're approaching it which is really being there for them when they're such a transformational part of their lives you know high school is tough we remember it and <laughs> they're going through a lot and it's so yeah. stressful and it's exacerbated Absolutely. now uh, the world is wild so social media yeah Good as much that. as we can be there to, you know, help them navigate some of that stuff and feel comfortable and confident in who they are and and build that foundation for their, their life is, is something that feels really natural to us. Mm -hmm. And I love that you brought up how, although you're not a brand founded in ethos, it's you're still a brand, you're a living yeah. entity and you're yeah. evolving with the times yeah. and you're not only doing things that align with your brand, but also with your consumer and you're talking yeah. directly to them and they're giving you feedback yeah. in these programs. Super authentic, that's Absolutely. how you do it. Yeah. And we, you know, as a brand, you know, part of what completes your brand identity is like who you are and then that promise you deliver. And, you know, we make great clothes for everyday life that are versatile and have great value to them. but. At the end of the day, clothes play a really important role in how you feel about yourself and look great, feel great, and yeah. all of those things. So it's a natural tie for us, and it's been it's been fun. So JC Hollister was huge when we were younger, as 
millennials now, it's made a huge comeback and it's still popular, whereas a lot of brands that we knew and yeah. loved are extinct. So <laughs> how did you guys stay so relevant? It's a good question. And I, I repeat this a lot and I come back to this a lot, but we truly are from the top down a consumer first brand. And I think that's how these brands are, are able to be so successful. We talk to them, go out, <laughs> meet with them, hang out with them every day. And that's from top to bottom. Every brand we have is really built that way. And, you know, I think that's, you know, one of the ways brands can, you know, enjoy longevity. So these being, are real conversations. Like when you say we yeah, talk to them, everyone from absolutely. the C level down is is speaking and engaging and asking questions. Yeah, absolutely. Every room we're in, almost, it's like, did we talk to consumers about that? Did we sit down with consumers about that? And you know, that is that is one of the reasons. I would say the other benefit that that has is, you know, when I look back at brands for the last 10 years, you know, brands 10, 12 years ago owned their narrative. They told the story, they told consumers like what you should wear and what, how you should dress and how you should act and the lifestyle you should live. And because we've been such a consumer centric brand for a while now, understanding that you know it isn't necessarily our narrative to own they play as big a role or bigger sometimes in the story of your brand and what people think about your brand than the brand plays itself so constantly thinking about the phrase that's about us not them and how you begin to enable your consumers to fall in love with your brand and then tell that story and paint that picture for other consumers so that's been a really fun evolution of not just like marketing, but I think these brand stories, which is, is mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love how you described that because it makes sense how it's, yeah. how it's flipped and you guys have allowed it to flip that way. Yeah, it's and you good. And you give the voice to the customers. Embrace it. Embrace yeah. it. And there's some risk that, you know, inherently comes along with that. But, um, you know, it's a sacrifice delivering. Right. Because instead of going for speed and you, and you still have to. Of course. You're saying, it doesn't matter. We always have to make sure that we're asking the consumer and making sure this aligns with the brand. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, you are ensuring yourself you're delivering on what they need you to deliver on based on who you are as a brand and, and what you, where your place in their life is. So um, it's good. It's really good stuff. Well, thank you so much, JC. Thank you. This was fun. It was. It was super fun. <laughs> I mean, I am I'm super happy that I got to speak with someone from Hollister because I'm a big fan. Ah, and I remember yay. the perfume. Yes, <laughs> I know. Back in the day, right? right? <laughs> so good. And it's our, so good. our moms yelling at us about trying to uh, yeah. get out of the store because it was too dark. Yeah, come but on in. loved it, it's, right? Lights are up. Then loved it. The know? lights are up and the, the smell is, it was the is cool down. It to be. So come back in yeah. um, and try our jeans actually are really amazing. Thank you for listening to the Rethink Retail podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. And if you're interested in being a guest on the show, apply at rethink.industries slash podcast guest. That's rethink.industries slash podcast guest. Follow us on Twitter at rethink underscore retail and show us some love by subscribing, reviewing on iTunes podcast app. Until next time.